What's up, MuggleCast listeners? If you want to make an impact online, GoDaddy.com has what you need. Get your own .com domain name for as low as $1.99. Plus, world-class hosting, fast and easy website builders, and much more. Plus, as a listener of MuggleCast, enter code RON, that's R-O-N, when you check out, and get your .com domain name for just $6.95 a year. Some restrictions apply. See site for details. Get your piece of the internet at GoDaddy.com. Today's MuggleCast is also brought to you by Borders. It won't be long before the much-anticipated release of Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows. Do you have your mind made up about where Severus Snape's loyalties lie? Do you think he'll betray Harry and his friends, or will he help them to triumph over he who must not be named? Find out more about this complex character in the hot new book, The Great Snape Debate, available only at Borders. Remember to reserve Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows at Borders to save 40%. <laughs> Because, oh my god, like, two new trailers. This is MuggleCast episode 88 for April 29th, 2007, dedicated to AF. We got a Facebook comment on uh, our little group profile last week, and I thought it was very fitting because uh, we were off the show last week, and it just so happens that a certain video game came out last week. Uh, it comes from Chris Heaton and uh, West Midlands, the West Midlands Network Facebook group. Anyone a part of that? I am. Okay, no. man. <laughs> he Bye, wrote, I'm uh, back. I'm back. Yeah, nobody cares. Yeah, oh, he wrote, ouch. so you guys are having that a break hurts. on the 22nd of April, which curiously is the release date of Pokemon Diamond slash Pearl in the U.S. Coincidence? I think not. Doing other things. Yeah, right. Oh, how I love it. Uh, so Chris, we thought we got Chris together to play Pokemon? Is yeah, because, you know, we've been doing this uh, segment on the show lately where we make uh, Pokemon references and... Uh, uh, the week we took off just happened to be oh. the week that the new Pokemon game was released. So. Oh. That is true for some of us, like Eric and Jamie, uh, but for others it's not, like me. But, okay, we, we, you know, I like taking a week off, because when we come back it's like a whole big thing, and, you know, now I have a studio audience, and we've missed out on so much news that we have so much to talk about this week. I'm Andrew Sims. I'm Ben Shane. I'm Eric Skull. And I'm Laura Thompson. Micah Tannenbaum is standing by in the MuggleCast News Center with past week's top Harry Potter news stories. Micah. I don't even have time to thank you, Andrew. Well, it was a week ago today that we received the international trailer for Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, and later in the week received a full theater version that debuted on Yahoo. You can check out the trailers as well as a handful of new screenshots from the film over on MuggleNet.com. Speaking of trailers, another new trailer has been released, but this time it's for the upcoming Order of the Phoenix video game. It is available for download. The game will be released on June 25th. 
MillionairePlayboy.com has posted a review of the brand new Hogwarts Lego set as part of their new Order of the Phoenix collection due out in May. You can watch a video review and see some great pictures over on MuggleNet.com. Time Magazine has a new article discussing the villains of the summer's movies. Dolores Umbridge is, of course, one of those listed with the following being said. As Dolores Umbridge, the bureaucrat from the Ministry of Magic in this summer's Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, Amelda Staunton is a little bit priestess, a little bit villainous. Staunton, the latest in a line of top British thespians to visit Hogwarts, found it a tough balancing act. She said the character has to be ridiculous and yet real and frightening. She has to be silly and yet not cartoony. It's difficult to gauge. And speaking of Time Magazine, they are currently running a poll asking who the most influential people are in the world. No one person will be selected, but the results are based on an overall vote influenced by site visitors. J.K. Rowling is one of the 202 nominees, so go vote for her now. As of today, the Harry Potter author ranks in at number 9. And speaking of Joe, she was honored with the 2007 Rave Award. The award given to 22 distinguished people recognizes those who before changing the game in technology, business, or culture, they first changed themselves. The award ceremony took place Friday night in San Francisco, but Joe unfortunately could not attend. July 3rd, 2007 has been confirmed as the date for the UK premiere of Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. The U.S. premiere will take place on July 8th. The venue is rumored to be in Los Angeles. Furthermore, it's alleged that a premiere is scheduled for June 28th in Japan. Finally, Bloomsbury has employed security measures for the release of Deathly Hollows. The British Harry Potter publisher has revealed some of their security measures to ensure the magic of Deathly Hollows is maintained until July 21st. According to the Scotsman, the book will only be delivered to bookshops one day prior to the release, and they will be sealed in crates bound by steel chain. Furthermore, security guards will be deployed to printing plants, and Amazon has agreed to store its copies in warehouses at secret locations. That's all the news for this April 29th, 2007 edition of MuggleCast. Back to the show. All right, thank you, Micah. Uh, we're going to start off the show uh, today with a little uh, serious note. Yeah, we kind of wanted to take a moment, since we did take a break last week, to address the tragedy at Virginia Tech. Um, as former, current, and soon-to-be enrolled college students, it really is a horrible realization that something like this can happen on a campus or anywhere else, really. I mean, what did you guys think of it? It was just... Yeah, it I, was just I just couldn't terrible. believe it, you know? Yeah. It was just and, it was shocking. And immediately everybody thinks back to Columbine, and then, it, you know, this this was all very devastating. But even, you know... The video is what was... Yeah, yeah. That was terrible, you know? Not only... Yeah. They, they gave the guy exactly what he wanted, which is the problem that I yeah, had with it. I agree, Ben. Is you, 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 don't put the, you, don't, you don't put those videos on air. Right, but. right. Uh, well, you know, I'm sure NBC got a little... I don't want to say excited, but... Well, no, not a kickback, but, you know, they benefited from it. It sounds well, yeah, bad, but they because did. Because <laughs> CNN everywhere had the NBC watermark up in the corner, mm-hmm. so. Right. Right. But but anyway, Micah came up with a good idea that he suggested to us earlier this week that we put a, a little uh, uh, Virginia Tech ribbon in the in the album art this week to, to recognize uh, those who were lost in the tragedy and to... Uh, show our support for everyone trying to get yeah. through this uh, time right now. So, all right, we have quite a few announcements to get to. Uh, first, Jamie is off the show. For a month. <laughs> <laughs> Got everyone excited for a second. Uh, he was actually at Electronic Arts today uh, to report uh, for MuggleNet and MuggleCast about the new Order of the Phoenix video game coming out. And uh, he has to finish up school for the next month, and he's busy with that. So he will be off the show for some time. I just want to 
let everyone know now before we start getting in the emails. Oh, where's Jamie? I think he's funny. I think he's, you know, British. He's a good co-host. <laughs> British, yeah. It's not. I think it's he's none British. Of that. So, well, if anyone wants to uh, share some gossip about him. Anyone got some gossip about Jamie? About Jamie? Yeah. Yeah, he actually made the train this time. Yeah, he did. He did. Good point, Laura. He was on a train today, and he did make it. We weren't going to bail him out of this one. Actually, um... Send your donations to Jamie is a waste of space two at Gmail. <laughs> Just kidding. Right home. Don't send your don't send your money. Also, everybody, Mike is not here this week, and that's because he's been pretty upset at the lack of updates on Joe's site. So last I heard, he was on his way to Edinburgh to have a little chat with her. <laughs> he seriously IMs me every day and says, "Why isn't Joe made an update? Why isn't Joe made an update?" And it really gets to him more than I, anyone I think else. Mike I has think, got a so, crush. Yeah. You know. Also, I just wanted to uh, make a note that we are looking for an audio editor, someone who can start editing the show this summer, just for like a month or two. Uh, what I need, what we need is someone who can take the show, take the five audio tracks that we all record, put them together, and clean it up. Take out everyone else talking, uh, you know, take out all the, not inappropriate stuff, but the stuff that really can't can go on the it, show. You can say it, the inappropriate yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, no, we need, we're looking for someone with experience who is very good at audio editing. Uh, you've heard the show, so you know what we're looking for. So, for like a month or two over the summer, I need someone who can edit the show because we're going to be very busy. So, email me, andrewstaff.mugglenet.com if anyone is interested. And, uh, hey, there might be a little... Uh, kick back your yeah, way like a shirt. help us out you know what I'm saying also I'm going to be uh, very busy over the summer so I'm looking for somebody in the Wichita Kansas metro area to do my laundry <laughs> so um, email me at ben at staff.mugglenet.com a little kickback for that too. Yeah, or? yeah. You, you, you can hang <laughs> you out. You need guidance, me. and <laughs> you get you get handle you get to handle my uh, my undergarments. <laughs> if you need emotional guidance from that suggestion that Ben just made, uh, you can contact any of us, and we will be happy to help you through this tough time. And also, uh, if you checked up on the site within the past week or so, we are going to be at uh, not Leaky Mug. We're going to be at Prophecy 2007. We've sort of been hinting at it for a while. We've said we're going to be probably going to prophecy and now it's official and uh we got all the details worked out we're gonna be doing a midnight podcast it's gonna be sweet podcast oh at my midnight. gosh that's past my bedtime that might be a bit of a problem for me but uh we're gonna be doing that it's gonna be a lot of fun ben you're excited oh, oh my gosh i thrive at night i'm in a night owl <laughs> you are i you love are. it i love <laughs> it so that's gonna be a great new spin to the whole live podcasting that we do uh the question so. you know a lot of people have been asking are we really gonna wear pajamas yeah, I don't see why. I think not. we should. Whoa. I think we should. Ben, what's your problem? Appropriate with it? I, 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 sl- I sleep in the nude. Thank <laughs> okay. you. Uh, you've said too much. So go to visit uh, prophecy2007.org for more information on that. It's going to be a lot of fun. And I, I think registration. You could still you could still register. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, I'm sure they're running out of spots. The Yule Ball is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, excuse me, the Decade of Enchantment Ball. They just got 250 more spots, so this thing's going to be huge. I can't even huge. Imagine. Also, bet. Okay. Yes. It's time now for our big announcement of the show. Oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> we've been working me. on it for. It's been in the rightly. Seriously. Oh yeah. Oh, I, I know. <laughs> Never mind. Okay. I do know. <laughs> I'm what kidding. do you think I was going to say? Ben. Oh, I just got you guys good. I knew all along. <laughs> all right. So, uh, Ben, we've been working on something for a while now that, um, I mean, with all the with all the trips that we're going to be doing over the summer, with all of the live podcasts and such that we're going to be doing, we need um, money. 
and we were selling t-shirts for uh, about a year and we, we can't, can't do anymore. that anymore. Right. So there's a bit of a problem here. Right. Um, but we've come up with a solution. A solution. What is it, Andrew? It's pickles again. It's pickles. We it's are going pickles. for a pickle kind of solution. And Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled pickled peppers. Pickled pickled. pickled you know peppers. what? Did you say I, pack in there? No, there was, was there a pack, pack in there. Though. A pack <laughs> of pickle. Because today, today we are introducing the pickle pack, which is a brand new membership, so to speak, to MuggleCast. We'll still be doing the regular shows every Sunday. We'll still be doing the hour-long episodes that you've come to know and love with all the humor and great content that you guys all enjoy. But we are starting something new at picklepack.com, which is a a how do I want to put it? A membership. It's a membership to MuggleCast, but what you get is a bunch of new bonus, bonus material, bonus content, right? Um, ben, can you explain what people are going to be getting? Essentially, well, here's what here's what's happening. You're paying us for a subscription to this website, and with the subscription, you get a, in addition to the subscription, you get a free T-shirt mailed to you, and you get a lot of bonus content. Now, when when we say bonus content, you're probably thinking, guys, you're being really vague here. What is bonus content? Why would I buy? Okay, here's why. You get video blogs for each of us, special episodes, a hint at what's to come with Muggle with Muggle Cast. So basically, you get everything. You you get previews of things. You get all the stuff that you that you normally wouldn't get. If you if you're a hardcore Muggle Cast fan, you're gonna want this. Each day, one of us is going to be making a new uh, blog post, which we're calling Blickles, and uh, everyone's gonna have an assigned day of the week. So, say Laura's on Monday, she'll be posting whether it's a written blog or a video blog, and these could be about anything. They don't even have to be about Muggle Cast. But then also, we're gonna have the inside content, like. Ben was mentioning. We're going to throw some bonus stuff in there. Okay, we've been holding on to this map that Jamie drew of the United States for quite a while now, and it's probably one of the funniest things we've ever seen in our still, lives. Do you still have that? <laughs> yeah, I still have it. Oh, awesome. <laughs> Jamie probably doesn't want it to get out, but it's going to get out. <laughs> and uh, uh, Micah has some audio content. We're going to be recording lots of extra stuff. We're going to have bloopers, bonus segments, all kinds of stuff. So visit picklepack.com for more. I have 600 pickle pack t-shirts sitting here in my room right now and we need to get rid of every last one of them. One of the first videos going up on picklepack.com is going to be a uh, video of me and my brother Ryan modeling off the pickle pack t-shirts. Uh, so Ben, how can people sign up for pickle pack? You can sign up for pickle pack by visiting, well, picklepack.com. Uh, those of you who ha- already have an account on MuggleNet to make comments in the news, you, you're already a step ahead of the game here. You just go to picklepack.com, log in, and it'll ask you to enter your payment information, and Andrew will send you a t-shirt. Right. And it's also going, going to be coming with a nice little letter that Laura wrote up. Yep, that's right. Yeah, the cost is only $30 per year. And that includes shipping and handling domestically. We're still working out a system for international orders right now. Um, but it may be slightly more depending on your location and all of that. But stay tuned for that. So yeah, go ahead. And remember, all proceeds from the Pickle Pack go to support the show. As we said before, we have movie premieres this summer we need to go to. We have Harry Potter conventions. And our parents aren't just giving us enough. They just aren't giving us enough allowance. <laughs> so I've we, done all we my need, chores. We, we need all of your help. We <laughs> Yeah. 
Yeah, no, we are serious when we say every last dollar of this is going to be going to uh, into the podcast, into the expenses that it takes to do these live shows, and you are going to be getting your money's worth. There's going to be at least, at least 10 new things going on picklepack.com every week. So... I mean, this is definitely worth the money. Plus, you get a free T-shirt. You know, so it's going to be great. For more information, visit PicklePack.com. We're only going to be taking signups until June 16th. So that gives you basically a month and a half to get signed up, get your Pickle Pack T-shirt. Go down in history as a member of the Pickle Pack. Exclusive, elusive, MongoCast Pickle Pack. And then we probably won't be uh, uh, taking signups again until probably next year. So, you know, now's the time to get into the Pickle Pack, and again, all the money will be uh, benefiting MuggleCast. And we appreciate everyone signing up very, very much, as you'll see in the nice letter that Laura wrote up. Mm -hmm. Now that we got that out of the way, it's time to talk about the trailers, because we got two trailers within the past week, even. Uh, So... Which one? You guys want to start with the international trailer since we got yeah, that first? We'll yeah. start with it. Yeah. All right. Initial thoughts, boys and girls. Uh, who wants to start? I, I want to start. I really do. Okay. Okay. I I am so pumped for this movie. You have no idea how pumped I am after watching these things. Because I remember back when I back when Prisoner of Azkaban came out. I remember sitting at my computer. We had one family computer. I didn't even have a laptop back then. I was sitting at the one family computer, re- just watching the trailer over and over and over again. And I just got more and more excited. I remember going to the theater and sitting there, getting all antsy and you know antsy yeah. in my pantsy at the screen. It was it was great. And after seeing this, it was it was it was. It was comparable to having that all happen again. You know, the being basically a virgin Harry Potter fan, you know, being exposed to it for the first time. And I, I just, I'm really excited for this film. Um, there's a few things I noticed in the international trailer. Something that I really liked was uh, when Umbridge just busts the people making out. I mean, that's something we've never seen before. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just yeah. people just <laughs> snogging each other in the hallway. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I also liked when Fred and George. Um, that scene with them, the fireworks and stuff, as they're flying over the Great Hall, that was really cool. But the one thing that just really confused me that I still am having a hard time understanding is why was Voldemort in a suit? Does anybody know? <laughs> that was. Laura, you had a good idea about this, didn't you? I can't remember specifically where it was in the book, but I remember at one point, and I think it was in Order of the Phoenix, where Harry remarked and made some kind of comment about or a joke about Voldemort hiding behind a dustbin in the street or something and leaping out from behind it. And I almost kind of took that as an interpretation, like, and the suit almost being like so many people were denying that he was back, that he could be standing in the middle of platform and nine and three quarters in a suit. No one would exactly. notice. And I'm pretty sure it's a nightmare. Yeah. It- I it's mean, definitely yeah. it's, the, there's it's no a dream way it's sequence not. type thing. Th- that's a good point, though. Harry uh, just kind of fades in and out. You, you think this is Harry having a nightmare? Because isn't this when he's right about to get on the Hogwarts Express? Don't you think he might be zoning out or something? Well, that could. I mean, it could be a daydream or a or, nightmare or, or something. But. Or Voldemort's getting inside of his head. Or Voldemort put it mm-hmm. there. Hmm, interesting, though. What, what if, like... You know, after uh, the close-up of Voldemort in the suit, it cuts back to Harry, and then he like squints at squints at him closer or something, and, and then, then it they turns come back into and a normal person or something. Yeah, it, or yeah. yeah, it's like it's like uh, yeah. Malfoy or something. That'd be really cool. I think that'd be great interpretation. At, at least, at least it's not a shrunken Jamaican. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. that. That's the way I look at it. It's I, not. That is a. I hey, like man. the shrunken head. <laughs> that was uh, that was a. Uh, 
uh, Quarren's touch on that the guy film. was I awesome. That very much. Anyway, yeah, um, I like the suit. Yo, I want that suit. I might be getting that for prom. Still don't have a date yet. Email me, andrewsaftamongthat.com. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Moving, moving on through the, the trailer, um, this, Ron has a really corny line, and I think it's going to be one of those lines that everyone's everyone's thinking, why did he just say that? Because, you know, every, every movie has, like, like, a really corny line. In Goblet of Fire, it was when Harry walked into the tent, oh, yeah. and he just turns around, and he goes, I love magic. And it just, it just like, oh, did he just say that? You ruined it. Oh. Did he just say that? That's what you think. And uh, the the line of the line in the trailer was, "Who are you, and what have you done with Hermione Granger?" Oh, I thought that was good. I thought that I don't think that was very corny. No, it was a good line. I thought it was it, okay. It is kind of cliche, but I thought it was too um, cliche for my taste. I'm just having a hard time with the sincerity of the acting. You know, as, with Ron, not with Ron, Ron. <clears throat> with. I, I, jeez. Okay. In that scene, I had a, I had a problem with Emma. I, I, I know, shocking. <gasps> I love Emma. I love ben. Emma. Emma, I love you. It just when she said the way she said, breaking rules is fun, isn't it? It just didn't really sound like she was in the role, like she was Hermione. Like it, it is taking it out of context, but in that part, it just didn't sound like she was Hermione. You know, like she was being Hermione. But thus far in the movie series, we haven't really seen... I mean, we've seen a bookie Hermione Granger maybe in the first movie, but it's never really been important. What's always been more important is, does my hair really look like that from behind? Kind of a fashion sense. They've, they've made Hermione more of a... a Sup- more superficial, a girl, basically. And, and more superficial, exactly. And so for Ron to say here, you know, who are you and what have you done with Hermione Granger? Yes, it's funny, but only for those who've read the book and actually have an image of a, uh, of a bookie, intelligent Hermione Granger in them because those who've seen the movies, yeah. I mean, <laughs> so in a way, it's yeah. so in a way, it's almost ironic too, because yeah. yeah, I think they should have been a little bit more careful before drawing that contrast because there's nothing in the movies to support that line that would make it funny at all, really. Yeah, and see something about something about Goblet of Fire was that I really thought Emma Watson did an excellent job in that movie. I thought it was her best yet, and I'm expecting the same. In order of the Phoenix, just uh, that line was just sort of it was uh, to me it was almost like it was almost a corny moment, you know, kind of like at the end of Goblet of Fire when Harry and Ron they say, "Well, I'll write you every day or whatever," and they're like, "No, we won't." It's sort yeah, of yeah, yeah. it's just dumb because oh my oh your friends your friends but you're not going to bother to talk to each other. I mean, Harry doesn't have anybody except his fat cousin who sits on the couch eating Oreos all day. But but he's not going to write you guys. No, that's not going to happen. Biscuits, Ben. Biscuits. And, uh, no, I'm a big Alan Rickman fan and I love his portrayal of Snape. But was anyone not amused by him hitting Ron over the head? Because he's already done that. He's oh, already done that. On. Why is he doing it again? But that's, I mean, that's part of the thing with these movies. They have these, like Ben was saying, these constant recurring corny moments like if you remember back to Sorcerer's Stone the big thing throughout that was Seamus blowing stuff up all the time (laughs) like every five seconds he blew something up that got old yeah it did and I think they just do it for the kids I think they do it so the kids have something to laugh at yeah that's true um, let's see what else people want to talk about. Um, I was a real big fan of the music underneath this international trailer. Yeah, I just thought it was very powerful, and you know, now, and who's my, doing it this time? Is it? Uh, it's not John Williams, correct? Dolan, something Dolan. Yeah, Peter, Peter Dolan. I think something like that. Peter Insert Doyle. Peter Doyle. Peter Doyle. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Peter Doyle. Um. 
Yeah, so I was really impressed by that. My favorite part of the trailer, the music at least, is, is underneath Hermione or underneath uh, Ron's line. You know, who are you? What have you done with? It? It's like bum bum bum. I just thought that was really good. <laughs> um, something I noticed. One, just a few. I, I typed out a few of my favorite lines in here, and oh, okay. uh, in, the, in the international trailer, um, when Dumbledore says, "Don't fight him, Harry. You can't win." To me, that doesn't seem like something Dumbledore would say. Yeah, we've been getting a lot of feedback about that, actually. I think he was talking about um, the Occlumency, though. I think he was kind of telling Harry not to try to invade Voldemort's mind, just to focus on keeping Voldemort out of his. Oh, That's what I Because everyone seemed to take that to be uh, Dumbledore talking about Voldemort. We'll see. At the end of the trailer, a lot of people think that when Harry shouts Expelliarmus... And then Voldemort is shown doing something right after that. At first, I thought, well, what's he? What's Harry doing dueling Voldemort again? Did, or did he? Or did he do Voldemort? No, and he didn't. Sort of. Well, he just dived out of the way, right? Yeah, the Phoenix, pretty much. Right? And, Dumbledore did. And so, him. yeah. And so, I was just sort of wondering, well, what was going on there? It's, I think it's two different clips. They wouldn't put a. Well, new remember scene Harry in. dueled with <laughs> Bellatrix. He tried to go after her. Yeah, and in this shot, uh, Sirius is blocking Harry. So that's probably that scene. Um, I hope they're not trying to create the perception that Dumbledore is and Harry are dueling because that would be kind of yeah. Well, I mean. I'm pretty yeah, yeah. sure that it was in the domestic trailer uh, where Dumbledore and Voldemort were dueling and they were having a priori and cantatum moment. Did you guys notice that their yeah, wands you know, were connected? Hold on, wait. Let, let's get to that in a second because okay. I. I just that tra- that end of that trailer was so good. I know. But <laughs> you, you talk, okay at the end of the international trailer. Yeah, let's talk Voldem- about the internet. When Voldemort says you will lose everything, that sent chills down my spine. I was I'm so happy that made the trailer because it looked so corny on the poster. It looked really lame. It just lame. said straight up you will lose everything. I'm like, oh, that's stupid. What you know? Yeah, but I then was wondering who said it. You know, who says you will lose everything? I, that was the thing for me. Well, I thought it was Voldemort because Voldemort's right there on the cover, everything. but um, or on the poster. But in the trailer, it sounds so much better because there's that long pause. You will lose everything. Bah, 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 bah. Well, um, Ray Fiennes is great. He is great. He, he is, is an the, awesome the, actor. The actors in these movies are incredible. I mean, they do every role justice in my mind. With the exception of Gambin Dumbledore from time to time, I think that every role is done justice. I mean, there's nothing that I am extremely displeased with in these films. Yeah. It, it, Feel free to disagree. I mean, <laughs> in these in these films or in the trailer in this Order of the Phoenix. In the, in the films in general, I just yeah, I'm just, the the acting is just so wonderful. Yeah. Oh, another thing I wasn't really happy about though was when uh, Dumbledore is there on trial and Fudge says, "Let me play it." He's not. He's not. What is he? He's saying? not back. He's not back. He says it like he's losing his voice or something, and I hate that voice because that's not how he sounds in Prisoner oh, of Azkaban. Oh, I take that back. I was extremely disappointed <laughs> with Barty Crouch Senior. Okay, uh. <laughs> yeah, that... Harry Potter, you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but just Fudge. His voice was he? Did he lose his voice that day? Or because no, that sounds it terrible. I just to me like he was. I don't. I don't want to say whispering, but. Kind of trying to shush like Dumbledore in a way oh, by the tone of his oh. voice. Has, has anyone else seen Robert Hardy, that the actor who plays Fudge, act a lot before? Or I mean, no. he really isn't that much in the movie. You don't hear him speak that much. So maybe we just haven't seen him talk enough until now. Yeah, I, I'm looking at his IMDb just for kicks. He hasn't really started any 
big movies. Well, there, well, there was a uh, <laughs> well for British actors. British actors, you can never really tell what movies they do, how popular they'll be. But um, you know, unless they're premiered in America, which you know everyone's kind of doing. But um, no, he had a big scene in Chamber of Secrets. Remember when Lucius Malfoy went with Cornelius to Hagrid's hut? And tried to. Was that the same guy? Yeah, well, yeah, it was, well, he was, was the same guy, but it, he it's, that's, that's why you me. asked that. Laura. So I just he looked different. He looked completely different. And in Prison of Azkaban, he was pretty much the same. You know, oh Harry, we don't send people to Azkaban just for blowing up their aunts. Yeah. But um, then Tom was so different, so that was really messed up. Uh, anything else to bring up about this international trip? Well, while we were still talking about the characters, I just wanted to bring up. Um, Imelda Staunton as Umbridge. Yeah. She oh, just yeah. looks She's so awesome. good. She really looks brilliant. I'm so excited. She like, really you know, whenever she did that little kind of squeaky laugh, like I can't even imitate it. But when she did it, it annoyed me so much. You know what? And I, <laughs> I wanted I to thinking, hit the wall. <laughs> I extracted that clip of her laugh, and I thought we could start playing it on the show every time we said something funny. But then it just got so annoying after I played it for like the tenth time, <laughs> and it sounded so fake after you hear it so many times. Um, but um, I was thinking about this. I'm a little afraid there's that there's almost too much focus on Umbridge. Like they really center around her in this in this trailer. Like she's in almost every shot, you know, just her being herself. And I almost feel like there might be too much of Umbridge. Well, well the ministry. I don't think so. She plays a big imposing. role, but I just really want to come out of the movie hating her. And if we do, then I think. Uh, oh yeah, well, well, well look done. at the. Look at the international trailer right after Hagrid says something about, you know, the war coming full full scale uprising and then there's like yeah, yeah. ten centaurs who are like running through the woods who burst out of this like in between two trees. Like if that's the scene the where movie? Umbridge gets attacked by the centaurs, I'm willing to see it. No. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. I'm gonna run to see the movie. Because that's just gonna be so good. But um no, Laura was talking about hitting the wall, too. The international trailer is punctuated with the hammer and the nail yeah. on the wall, nailing up Umbridge's educational decrees. Yeah. So, really? I, I thought it was, was cool, kind of cool yeah, the way I they had this. Well, uh, no, no. I love how they have them set up. I don't like how it kept cutting back to Fudge nailing in, you know, a different... I don't Phil, You meant Filch. Filch. You said Fudge. Oh, I meant Filch. <clears throat> but uh, have we talked uh, on the show at all about the... Uh, change in the movie where Cho rats out Harry. Okay. Yes. Because that the trailer yeah, gets that away, so I thought it's fair game now. Um, yeah. I'm also a big fan of the scene where they're running through the Hall of Prophecies. I thought that looks oh, really cool. Oh my gosh, it Completely looks amazing. Digital. Laura, what did you think of the Ministry of Magic? I don't know. I think the Ministry... I think the whole thing looks really good just from what we've seen of it in the trailers. Oh my gosh. Guys, I just uncovered... Uh, the scene where Remus is holding Harry back from the veil. It's 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 towards the very end of the international trailer, right after the wall of prophecy, uh, the wall of educational decrees blows up. But then the fiery dragons coming through it. There's a short scene where Harry's just screaming, and and you can see Remus like holding him back. I really like that, the way that looks. It's just because you can tell yeah. serious. It's just dumb. um yeah. Let's move on now to the domestic trailer, which came out a mere, what, three days later? Yeah, one of the first things I noticed were the Dementors, and they look really different, but I like mm. them. Yeah. The- they look really, really good. This was the one that I basically sat there and went through frame <laughs> by frame just to look at everything, and I just love the way the Dementors look. They look really, yeah. really good. Um, 
the end, which you wanted to talk about earlier. I the the sh- this the the shot of or Dumbledore and oh, Voldemort. Dumbledore and Voldemort is amazing. I can't. Even- it's really yeah. Ugh. It looks so good, but my only problem with it is it looks like they have Priori and Cantatum going on. I need to find it. It really does. And at first, I thought it might have been Harry, but then I looked at it, and the robes looked like Dumbledore's. Oh, it's it's one forty-two. Uh, I don't even have it up right now. Yeah, it's that, towards that's the definitely end. not Harry. Hmm. Yeah, because the one, the uh, the the colors are different in the spells, and they're clashing. Like Voldemort's is green and Voldemort and Dumbledore's is red. Um, oh, that scene's going to be so amazing, though. Yeah, another thing that I wanted to bring up. What was with that? Did you notice that one? It was really short where the kids like they were falling, but then they stopped. stopped. Yeah, what was that? I I was trying (laughs) to think of like what happened in the book that would even influence that. Oh, they must be coming into the Department of Mysteries because they're all there. They didn't fall. I know, but the Department of Mysteries. It reminded me of Hook when they just gain when when uh, when Robin Williams' character just begins to gain flight after falling down the old treehouse shaft and then bursts out in tights and everything. But this is the Department of Mysteries. Look around. Well, it's got to be. They're all there. All you see is a. They're all there. And look at the brick. The question is who's casting it. One of the pictures that was released like a month ago by Newsweek, there's a picture with this set with those like green bricks and, you know, that kind of set. And they said it was in the Department of Mysteries. Oh, wait. Actually, when I, I thought originally that it was when they fall and somebody's holding out an arm with a wand, but actually it's two yeah. feet. <laughs> so somebody else is like in front of them. Like what? what is going on? Yeah. That makes very little. Yeah. I, I also see, I also see Umbridge casting a spell. Um, just yeah. before that, so that's it's really. I don't know, guys. I can't find the whole Dumbledore priority and Cantatum thing. I I also well, that's at one forty two. I think I like the um shots where uh, Harry and uh, Harry and oh my god, Harry and Dudley back at Privet Drive. Uh, right after uh, Dudley gets attacked by the Dementor, uh, Harry puts casts mm-hmm. a spell. Or, you know, and uh, he's like, the way he casts it, it's like he's rolling a bowling ball, sort of. I'm going frame by frame. It's like, yeah. it's like, it's like an underhand pitch, almost. It's not the normal, like, overhand yeah. thing. His stroke, uh, his wand stroke. There. But that's a really cool shot. The whole set of, like, Privet Drive and the surrounding neighborhoods is completely different. Like, yeah, they're in a tunnel. They weren't in like a tunnel. When... Yeah, it almost looks like they're in a city. Yeah. <laughs> inside that tunnel. Yeah, because in Prisoner of Azkaban, it was fairly open, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Something I liked about the trailer, um, Ben Shane, always a sucker for romance. Um, <laughs> when when show says, "You're a really good teacher, Harry," and then they kiss, at, you know that that's just <laughs> so it was heartwarming, to say the least. What I did like about that was right afterwards the transition from that stupid love scene to like the dark serious stuff because like the music suddenly changes to all the good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. I, thought, I thought that was such a cool line though. You're a really good teacher, Harry. I guess. Yeah. And, and then, then the- she had to drop the kid because they had to have another one of those corny moments <laughs> like or, we were talking about. Or when Sirius said, it's your turn, Harry. Like, I yeah. really like that, too. Yeah. yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, if you're a chick. Oh, wow. Um, just- but there was... Um, I, by the way, I, everyone should download the 1080, 1080p version. It's beautiful. You can What's see a 1080p? It's high def. It's like a 150 megabyte trailer. It's... Yeah, the my computer awesome. couldn't handle that one. <laughs> yeah, it plays. Where a do I get slow. this from, guys? Uh, you um, links are on 
muggle that. I can't remember exactly. Let's just run through shots that we think are really good. I mean, I love the one uh, where Harry is in a really close aisle of prophecies and he's running by himself. I'm I'm a sucker, Ben, for shots that are shaky camera shots to illustrate the action and the movement of the of the scene. Okay, guys, here's what happens. Here, hold on a second. You have to hear me out here quickly. Here's what always happens whenever, and I'm serious. I mean, whenever we t- start talking about a movie, it happened with Goblet of Fire. It always happens. We start off talking about, oh my gosh, this movie looks so great, and then the second like we see it. the movie after 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 we get out of the movie, we say that was a wonderful movie, and then Emerson says, hands down, hands down, <laughs> the best film I've seen, the best film yet, and then then the crowd best goes wild, ever, the screaming stuff, right, and then and then. Uh, three weeks later three weeks a month later we're talking about the movie on the show and all of a sudden we're all talking about how much we hate it and how how it didn't do the book justice this is what we always do because we all get caught up in the hype in the beginning and the trailer is like an amazing action packed two minutes of just you know the best scenes and so let's be realistic here what does this mean for the film what does this mean for the film what does this trailer mean for the film freaking awesome jam packed I have to say looking back at Goblet of Fire I didn't I, it was good, but it's not as good as I oh, thought it was on. when I first saw it. Because I saw right. it a couple it's weeks just ago. That ben, I just, Ben's just, right. I almost felt like it was a pain to get through the three the three challenges because it's like, all right, well, now we're at number one. Okay, now we're at number two. All right. No, it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't a well, pain. I know, thought. I thought it moved. It moved incredibly it fast. It moves quick. I think it did an excellent it does move job. Quick. Because everything is just so boom, boom, boom. There is no. If you go to the bathroom and gobble the fire during that movie, you're hosed. Okay, you you can't. <laughs> yeah, you come back true. and you're completely out of the loop. So, yeah. Parents, yeah. Yeah. before seeing Order of the Phoenix, take your children to the restroom. You are also going to regret it. When you see movie five, though, you're going to immediately think that movie four sucked. I really think so. I'm going to. I'm already thinking movie four. <laughs> initially, sucks. initially, people are gonna run out of the out of the premiere after they see the movie. Run to the live podcast. Talk about how cool everything was instead of instead of objectively judging the movie like they will a week later. Oh. You know, <laughs> I, I, I don't like. I, that's how I honestly think it was. I don't like what you're doing, Ben. I mean, you're you're saying that people will not like this movie after they give it a real serious think. Do, are you ignoring? No, I'm not. No, 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 no. I'm saying that from the from our perspective, as people on a podcast, we analyze every little detail. Do I Andrew started talking about timestamps a little bit ago. Did you see it? Forty four second. You know, we we analyze every little detail to the point of where it's even if we don't, even if we actually do enjoy the film, it sounds like we don't. We don't because we're scrutinizing it so much. That's what I'm saying, and I think that's true. But uh, you know, at any rate, I think we're all in agreement. This is probably going to be <laughs> completely uh, countering what you just said, but it's going to be the best movie ever. <laughs> <laughs> I really think so. I think it's got a great group of actors. Yeah. We're going to be seeing everyone in this film, and we're going to have an awesome duel at the end. I don't. Yeah. And and well, besides the fact, Order of the Phoenix is my favorite book, so. Eric, your opinion on all of this? Well, I didn't think their acting was lacking, really. I mean, I, I, I love all the other movies. I don't hate the previous films, just because I think Five is going to be great. I've even made my amends with, uh, with POA. I really have. So I love all the previous films. I don't really know what's going on. See, that's, that's the thing. When I, when I remember first watching Sorcerer's Stone, that I loved that movie. That was my favorite movie. At the time, it was my favorite movie. Period. You're allowed to have new you know? favorites. I know, I'm just saying that it's just sort of interesting how 
from like the the standpoint of someone who back then I wasn't involved in the website or anything like that, and I really enjoyed the movie and I kept enjoying the movie. But once I then once I saw it a thousand times, I said I started nitpicking at it, <laughs> and then huh. I liked yeah. it less. Well, I think that's what people like us do. When you consider the general public who isn't as obsessed with Harry Potter as we are, the people who are going to watch it once, maybe twice, they won't have as many problems with it as we obviously will because we are going to watch it 10 million times. There's no doubt about it. And I think that that's a big part of all of the criticisms we have for the movies. Hey, if somebody has to sit in a room and review this movie 5,000 times, I'm game to volunteer. Because <laughs> it looks <laughs> yeah. like it's going to be so good. It really it does. does. We'll see what the li- uh, should, should, we, should we see what the listeners thought about the Oh, trailer? Ben, that's a great idea. Earlier this week, we posted on MuggleCast.com and looked for your feedback. Vanessa19 from California says, I must say, wow. Just wow. I get goosebumps whenever I watch that trailer. There are a lot of shots of action scenes with things breaking and with lots of chaos, which did which the book did convey. I'm particularly excited about the Weasley's chaos. Other than that, I'm just speechless. Yeah. Um, everyone got chills, I right, agree. when they saw it? Yeah. I think this is probably the best preview we've ever gotten for any That's of the Potter with. films. But if you remember, really? I think it's something different that they did in marketing. Because Goblet of Fire, remember, we had full scenes from the movie uh, not full scenes, but clips from the actual movie. We had, what, 10 scenes of like a minute long, two minutes yeah. long? Um, like the ferret scene, etc. And they released it. They're they're not doing that with this, but yet we get such a better trailer and international and domestic trailers are just so much more... But how do we know they're not going to do that? The, the last time what they did is they waited until May and they did a special on ABC. Wasn't that what oh. it was? That's what it was for Prisoner of Azkaban. They had a special in May... On ABC, uh, that where, where they played, um, they played sort, they played Chamber of Secrets on TV, and then they had the previews, the interstitials for Goblet of Fire. They were actual clips in the movie, and and if anybody understands what I'm saying, I just want to speak out against that happening in this movie because they they ruined the spoiled it. They away. just took it out of the um, out of context of the rest of the movie, and even though they were great scenes and it's great, oh yes, they kept this scene in the movie. I would prefer if it if it stayed in one whole piece. You know, Order of the Phoenix exists as a whole film. I don't want to just see one scene given to me in advance. I want to see the whole movie, well, you... and I want it to be good. You don't have to watch it. I know I don't have it. to watch it, but the fact that they're releasing <laughs> well, it to, oh, okay. to everyone just to watch is just – it's disgraceful because what they've got is something that seems to be very coherent and very uh, important where it is where it is in the movie. It seems to be fit and crammed so tightly that taking it out to show the people, hey, we did this scene and we like it, is just not good for anyone. It's just not – people don't need to see that. They'll see the movie anyway. All right, guys, I got to go. Good luck discussing everything else. I don't want to snub the listeners. I try to get in a little bit, but I have to go to work now. So I'll... Okay, have fun at work. Where do you work at? Borders, man. You're flying back to the movie theater? (laughs) Yeah, I fly back to the movie theater. Um, No, but we do get get Spider-Man 3 before y'all by like a day, so it's pretty cool. Ooh. All right, cool. Take care. Enough of what we think of the trailer. Samantha19 from Illinois writes, Hey guys, love you. Love the show. I was very pleased to see Fred and George flying around wreaking havoc. My only hope for this movie is that they keep in the funniest line. Give her hell from us, peeves. Umbridge looks positively annoying, as she should. At first, it was a bit weird to see Voldemort in a suit, but now I kind of like it. Does it look kind of different to you guys, like redder lips or something? And of course, there was Dumbledore's flight. I think that maybe Michael Gambon may finally be bringing out the true Dumbledore. About time. Overall, this movie looks amazing. I can't wait. End quote. Voldemort's lips do look I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, 
I wasn't. I wasn't looking at his I lips. I thought Voldemort looked a little different. Yeah. Like his face, it almost looked like his eyes were more sunken and there was more darkness there. And his lips looked more human than they did in the last one. I noticed that as well. Which I think is a good idea. Because you want to make yeah. him look real, but at the same time you want to make him look unreal. Yeah. It doesn't, he doesn't look drastically different. I just think they've made some makeup cosmetic type changes just to kind of upgrade him, I suppose. Right. I think it looks fine. Right. Um, yeah. What else did she say here? Oh, Dumbledore's flight. That looked really great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That just looked amazing. Yeah, that was just absolutely. another thing in that trailer was so many large scale type action moments and i'm just i'm really really excited for Definitely. it uh, we got some other feedback from andrew of chicago illinois he writes i'm probably the only one that hates the trailer i can accept changing some things and cutting things to make a movie but this is potter blasphemy they might as well call this harry potter and some of the things that occurred in order of the phoenix but perhaps in different places or with different people and some things that didn't occur at all with some stuff that will look <laughs> cool with a bunch of cgi <sighs> Um, I think that's too long of a title. P.S. Is that Jamie I see in the business suit at the train? I thought he missed it. Oh, snap. <laughs> that's a good one. Andrew and Jamie can't defend themselves, which makes it even better. I think it's too early to be complaining about uh, the changes. Although we already have. Yeah. <laughs> I think his big complaint is that what they're doing is basically taking characters who weren't there during certain parts of the movie. Like they have Ron in the woods with Harry and Hermione when they come into contact with Grop. And then they've definitely put more of a focus on characters like Fred, George, the trio, Luna, Cho and Ginny for Dumbledore's army, as opposed to how many people were in it originally. But I don't think that's a bad thing because if you tried to focus on, all of the people that were in there originally, it was like, what, 25 people? There's no way you could put that kind of focus in a movie. You've got to keep your focus with the characters that the audience can relate with because they're the ones that they know. Um, all right. And one last uh, piece of feedback comes from Laura, 24, of Salisbury, Wiltshire, UK. Chip, chip. She writes, well, that's all I can say. I'm not even more excited about this film than I was before, and I didn't think that, that was possible. The most exciting thing in this trailer for me is Ron. It seems like the filmmakers have realized that Rupert is more than just a rubber face and have given him some great lines. Ben uh, would not agree with this, but she quotes, who are you and what have you done with Hermione Granger? Perfect, she says. Laura Ooh. from the UK thinks... I, Laura, I used to have problems with people named Laura. Mm. I think that's more than obvious by now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Just kidding, Laura. I love you. You know I love you, Laura. Yeah. Which one are you talking to, Ben? Both. All Laura's. <laughs> your name is Laura, Ben Shane sends his love. Alright, um... So that does it for the feedback this week. If you have anything to add to our conversation, please email it in to mugglecast at staff.mugglenet.com and maybe we'll put it on the show next week. Um, also, something that came out this week, a new uh, Order of the Phoenix website. Have you guys checked that out? I did. I actually I yeah. signed up for the Dumbledore's Army. It was awesome. Me too, but they I, wouldn't I let me in. Yeah, I, yeah, they had to review my profile. Yeah, but then once you you come back like an hour or two later, they'll let you in. I was trying to do the spells, and it wouldn't register any of them. Like, it gives you 20 tries, and then it tells oh, you... Oh, Andrew's you were, a squid. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Andrew's a squid. I guess squid. that's what it means. I, I just thought it was a computer problem. I didn't even think it was me. But it tells you how to do it, but I couldn't... I couldn't you know, do it right. That's that. Uh, anything else to add about the website? It's nice. I hate. I no. hate sound. I hate web sound on websites. Yeah, that, that was so oh, annoying. Oh my gosh! Every time you opened up a window, it would play the music. Yeah, oh. man, I'm, you know, I'm rocking out to Freddie Mercury, and then all of a sudden. Doo-doo-doo-doo-doo. 
like obnoxiously loud. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God they have a turn off button, but you know that's just you know what you know what's annoying to me. What's that? This Harry Potter theme park rumor mm. that just won't seem to ben, die. But it's true. It's true. If it's, if, oh yeah, it is true. Well, it's right. It is well, true. Not <laughs> sort not of. Really, but um, th- <laughs> so there's been rumors going around for a while, but now they seem to be picking up pace again, which you know could mean absolutely nothing, but it could also mean that some things you know are in the works. The Harry Potter automatic automatic news aggregator uh, independently confirmed, apparently, that uh, Universal, uh, J.K. Rowling, and Warner Brothers are on talks to make it happen. So, with that said, I think it's certainly a possibility. I think it'd be pretty cool. Oh, there's so many possibilities you could you could do. Oh, this would be awesome! Um, Azkaban, the Azkaban ride—that would be sweet. Oh my! It seems like a stupid question, but would everyone go to the theme yeah. park? I'd go. Oh, dude! Oh man, that that would be that would be a giant attraction. Because I don't know if I would be first in line. Well, that's because I'd shove you out of the way. I'd be first. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so no, you wouldn't be first. Well, you know, in that article that we posted, didn't it say that they were considering just adding it as part of the Islands of Adventures thing at Universal right, Studios? Right, right. It wouldn't be an actual, it would be an extension. Yeah, and right? those, I mean, I was just there a couple months ago and those little sections have like two or three rides each. So it wouldn't have tons and tons of Harry Potter rides. There would be like a restaurant and like some shops and stuff, but it wouldn't be huge if they had it there. Yeah. Which would be kind of disappointing. Oh, can you just... Can you just imagine the the story area Diagon Alley? I mean, it would be very predictable. Yeah. Some of the things. <laughs> uh, I I think it would be awesome just to get it. Would there. be awesome. I I wish that there'd be like actual Dementors that come around and suck out people's souls. Now that oh, would yeah, because cool. there would be mascots. Wouldn't that be where it seemed like a Harry yeah. Potter? See, but Harry Potter, you couldn't really put it like Mickey Mouse. Can you, could, yeah, can you imagine a little kid going up to get his picture taken with a hooded a cloak? <laughs> you know, a Dementor. That'd be crazy. <laughs> and also moving along, Dan and. And uh, Richard Griffiths are coming to the United States for Equus, apparently. Not completely confirmed that is, yet. That is crazy. Isn't it? Because we were just uh, joking around on the show a couple weeks ago that they wouldn't be coming out to the U.S. It wouldn't seem, it wouldn't make sense. Because, like, with filming uh, Half-Blood Prince coming up later this year, you know? Yeah, I remember that, actually. Um, I think it's going to be huge here, first of all. I mean, you know, all these Dan Radcliffe fangirls. I mean, there's quite a few in the United Kingdom, but there's even more in the United States. And uh, I think it's just going to be huge. The fangirls are going to be going crazy. But, oh, it, it's closing down in mid-June, which... And there's been, like, tabloids have been saying, oh, it, they're, they're being shut down because it's been doing so bad. It hasn't been doing bad, but I don't think it met their expectations in terms of ticket sales. Obviously, Dan Radcliffe was a big selling point for anyone interested in going to see uh, Equus. Okay, so I think that wraps up the news discussion for this week. Is there anything else anyone wants to talk about? I mean, there's been so much lately. It's unbelievable. We're probably going to have 10 million things we remember we wanted to talk about once we stopped recording. Yeah, I'm looking at the news now. I mean, <laughs> there was the Order of the Phoenix promo poster, which looks fantastic. I think it's probably my favorite yeah. one. One thing that I'm glad about, and I think it was actually addressed in one of these um, rebuttals that we just read, was that for once in these posters, Ron does not look like he just wet his pants. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love that <laughs> so much. Point. I'm like, finally. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I love the caption, the rebellion begins. Yeah. I really so like true. how they're taking on the political rebellion type thing that's going on in the wizarding world during that point in the series. Yeah. I'm really glad that Jenny, they're doing that. Yeah. Bonnie Wright looks much more mature. I could have sworn she's aged 10 years in the, since we've seen her. That's all. 
Seriously, I mean, she looks a lot. Where? Where's the picture of her at in the photo in the poster? Right there. I just linked you. Yeah, and Ivana Lynch is looking very nice too. Shout out to Ivana Lynch, Michael Cast listener. Does she really? Does she really look that mature? Is it just because the the way the? I think she does because they have um, they have some promo pictures like individual headshots of everybody, and she looks a lot older in this one. They had them all. I mean, on you get that point where you do suddenly yeah. grow up a lot. Yeah, more. I mean. And I think Ginny looks taller than Harry in this photo, but really, she's not. That might be making her look a little bit older. Uh, why isn't Harry wearing uh, his Hogwarts wardrobes? Neither's her, Hermione. Him and Hermione. That's what you know, I didn't are, get about. <laughs> like, why are they yeah. two in? Why are they in uh, normal attire and everybody else is in their robes? <laughs> yeah. That is kind of strange. Also, there's been a lot of news with the Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix video game. They they released a a. They they released a Sizzler trailer. They're calling it basically to hype up, you know, the 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 new game with awesome with some great shots and stuff. And the game's looking fantastic. You're going to be able to walk around the game or walk around Hogwarts as you please. It's going to be unbelievable. Unbelievable. And uh, MuggleNet news is now available in Portuguese for all you out there who uh, you Brazilians out there. Yeah, for all you Brazilians. Let me try to read a post. O leitor da Magonet Lucas en vis nos lig para uma verasso melhor do trailer internacional que That's very disrespectful. Thank you very much. Domi- no, I just, I don't, well, no, I don't know my Portuguese. I'm just, I'm not good at any language. I'm not even English. I, I know, I, I had a Brazilian foreign exchange student in my school last year. I have one this year, too. Yeah, me too. Thank yeah. you. You have a uh, your school, Laura. <laughs> yeah, but the video game is going to be amazing. Amazing when me and Jamie were there last month. Oh, the PS3 version is unbelievable. The quality. Jamie was actually just there today. We're recording on a Thursday. Jamie was there today. He got bunch a bunch of interviews, and we're going to have them on MuggleCast within the next few weeks. So we're going to get another good look at the video game coming very soon on the show. Uh, let's wrap things up today with two chicken soups for the MuggleCast soul to make up for last week. And all the other times that we skipped. This is really, you know, we've talked about this before, but this is a quality segment of the show, I do believe. All right, so our first chicken soup today comes from Linda47 of Missouri. She writes, I just had to tell you guys and Laura how much I love the podcast and listening to all of your theories and comments. It reaffirms my lost faith in today's youth. We get that a lot, people yeah. saying. <laughs> it makes, I feel so much better about teenagers these days when I listen to you guys. So, I, guess that, I guess that's a compliment, yeah. They only know what we do outside of the show. <laughs> I thought you might enjoy a little chicken soup moment. I am a grandma in the Midwest with a 21-month-old granddaughter named Raven that was born visually impaired. One of the things we enjoy doing together is reading Harry Potter out loud, as I rapidly tire of reading the routine toddler fare. Raven may not be able to see what is on the pages, but she knows what books are by touch and likes to help turn the pages and hear the paper crackle, as well as the stories. She's learning to walk and talk and can say book and read, and recently started bringing books to me and saying, Miney. I thought she was saying mine because we have Raven's books and Grandma's books, but one day I kept hearing her say it when I had Goblet of Fire playing on the TV, and I realized she was saying Hermione. It was heartwarming to know that one thing she and I will always be able to share is a love of reading, whether out loud or later on by Braille, and especially a love of Harry Potter. Thanks to all of you for helping to keep the love of reading alive in your generation and those that follow you. I look forward to the podcast each week, and think you are all great, but Laura is my favorite. Sorry, guys. Thanks for all you do, Linda. Thank you, Linda, yeah, very much. That was you. very nice. 
Uh, Laura, you can't talk. Uh, all right. And the next chicken soup comes from Andy, 15 of Ohio. She writes, hey, guys, my name is Andre, and I'm from Ohio. I have a disease called RP, and I'm gradually losing my eyesight. I look forward to MuggleCast every week, and I love listening to you guys. You really cheer me up, especially when I'm stuck in the hospital or at my doctor's office for a really long time. I am sad that I will have to listen to Deathly Hollows, and I won't get to read it. But whenever I am listening to MuggleCast, I always forget and just listen. Thank you guys so much for being there for me, and I will continue to listen every week. Week. Signed, Andre. Also goes by Andy. Well, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, I think that does wrap up today's show. That was an entire Order of the Phoenix show. It was nice to get a little break from the books. Yeah, I agree. Definitely. Yeah, we had some voicemail planned, but we uh, talked so much about the movies that we'll get to the voicemails next week. If you want to contact... You know, I really don't like how you guys <laughs> mock me in the contact information thing. Because you know, you James do got this do that. thing going on. I you do. I'm going to start doing it more obnoxious but because I'm trying to, you know, raise my voice to keep the tempos to not bore people. So I'll do it again. Um, ben, what is the P.O. Box that people would like to send us some parcel mail? P.O. Box 223, Moundridge, Kansas, 67107. You can also call on a voicemail question, comment, or a listener rebuttal. Just keep your question under 60 seconds and eliminate as much background noise as possible. Uh, to call us, if you're in the United States, <laughs> now I hear myself doing it. <laughs> if you're in the United States, you can dial 128-20-MAGIC. If you're in the United Kingdom, you can dial 020-814-4067. If you're in Australia, you can dial 028-0035-668. You can also Skype the username MuggleCast. Just try to keep your message under a minute and eliminate as much background noise as possible. Bam! Have a wonderful day, people. <laughs> well, Have a wonderful yet. week. Remember, this is, a, this is a historic time period, folks. A ben, historic I'm not time done period. Yet. Go on. I'm not done yet. Sorry. <laughs> Ben's trying to inspire us all now. You can also use the handy feedback form located on MuggleCast.com. Uh, just select uh, whoever you want to talk to. You can also email all of us at the same time, or you can uh, get in your little uh, listener rebuttals or submissions that way. Or just email our first name at staff.mugglenet.com. Also, I'm really talking to for today. You can call. You can use any of our community outlets. We have the MySpace, the Facebook, YouTube, Rapper, Last the Fan, the Fan Listing, and the Forums. Uh, you can also dig us on dig.com, vote for us once a month at Podcast Alley, and rate and review us at Yahoo Podcast. You guys, we guys, guys, we have over 8,000 friends on our MySpace now. I thought you were supposed 8, to stop 000. it at 7777. I did for we did for like two days, but then some friends would start dropping off. Like people would delete their accounts, and then it would drop underneath. It was too hard to keep it at mm. exactly at seven 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 seven. Uh, so uh, that is that. And don't forget to become a member today at PicklePack.com for exclusive MuggleCast audio, video, pictures, secret documents, and much more. You also get a free shirt. We're only accepting signups through June 16th, so sign up today. And all money raised benefits the show and our summer plans with the live podcast and all that. And if you have any questions for us, just email uh, Andrew or Ben at staff.mugglenet.com. We'll be happy to answer them for you. Uh, so once again, I'm Andrew Sims. I'm Ben Shane. And I'm Laura Thompson. We'll see everyone next week for episode 89. Bye-bye.